0: A warm welcome from our Holy Rosary Parish community here in Burlington. Please join us in prayer as we share with our pastor, Father Martin Valerie, our readings and homily from today's Holy Mass. reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wines, of rich food filled with marrow, of well-aged wines strained clear. And he will destroy on this mountain the shroud that is cast over all peoples, the sheet that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. Then the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces and the disgrace of his people. He will take away from all the earth for the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him so that he might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. For the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain. The word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God,
0: I shall dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life.
1: I shall dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life.
0: The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. I shall dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me.
1: I shall dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life.
0: You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. I
1: shall dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life.
0: Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long.
1: I shall dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Is coming to save his people. Happy are those prepared to meet him. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia! The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. After Jesus had left Tyre and Sidon, he passed along the Sea of Galilee, and he went up the mountain where he sat down. Great crowds came to him, bringing with them the lame, the maimed, the blind, the mute, and many others. They put them at his feet, and he cured them. So that the crowd was amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the maimed whole the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they praised the God of Israel. Then Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for the crowd, because they have been with me now for three days and have nothing to eat, and I do not want to send them away hungry, for they might faint on the way. The disciples said to them, Where are we to get enough bread in the desert to feed so great a crowd? Jesus asked them, How many loaves have you? They said, Seven, and a few small fish. Then, ordering the crowd to sit down on the ground, he took the seven loaves and the fish, and after giving thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And all of them ate and were filled. And they took up the broken pieces left over, Seven baskets full. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear Lord. Dear friends, in our opening prayer for Mass today, we prayed... Prepare our hearts, Lord God, so that at your Son's coming, we may be found worthy of the banquet of eternal life, and that we may merit to receive heavenly nourishment from his hands. And wouldn't you think that that really sets the tone for everything else that we have just heard in the scripture passages? The whole theme, which undergirds a lot of Advent reflection, namely, the theme of the great banquet where God calls his people together. The banquet becomes what is referred to in million-dollar word language an eschatological event. In other words, in the coming fulfillment, in the great glorification that God brings about and the consummation of all things, it can be well portrayed as a banquet, a banquet in which God's people are fed And as we heard in the first reading, every tear is wiped away once and for all. There is a reason, deep, deep down inside us, why we value communal meals so much. Why great banquets and celebrations like that, especially at festive times of the year, always resonate profoundly within us and make us eager to celebrate them. There's a reason for that. The desire for the banquet of life is planted so deep within us. And in the Advent season, among many other things, we want to prepare ourselves to celebrate that banquet of eternal life. That gives its own very distinctive twist, I think, on the oh so familiar story of Jesus multiplying the few small loaves and fishes and feeding the hungry thousands. It's like a foretaste of the glorious banquet. Of course, according to John's Gospel, it is first of all a foretaste of the Eucharistic banquet. For Jesus is the bread of life, and we are gathered here. But this is itself an anticipation of the great banquet of eternal life to which we've been called. We want to make ourselves worthy of that banquet. And that means a life of humble trust. It also means a life of being willing to do what the disciples, with some reluctance, ended up doing. Namely, to kind of work with Jesus, to go alongside him as he does his preparation of the great banquet. The disciples, even right to the very point where they're starting to hand out the loaves and fishes, are saying to themselves, I don't know how this is supposed to work. But that's exactly what happens when you're following Jesus. You don't know how it's supposed to work, but he does. And the person of discipleship faith says that's all that matters. It doesn't matter whether I know how it works. It only matters that he knows and that he knows what he's doing. This good shepherd who is leading us to the banquet of eternal life. The disciples became persons who were not only assisting Jesus, But in the end, of course, were themselves distributors of the abundant bread of Jesus' life. They ended up giving their whole lives literally for that. And so do we. So when you are asked, perhaps in even the smallest way, to be a giver of the bread, to be someone who makes a distribution of the good things of God, And you're saying, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I have time for this. I don't know if I have the ability or the worthiness. Those are the moments when we remind ourselves, it doesn't matter whether I think I've got any of those things. Jesus has them. And he is the one who's choosing to do this work through me because it is his work in the end anyway. To live as somebody who recognizes all of that, is to live in true hope. Hope is an expectation associated with that which we cannot see, as scripture tells us. It is itself an act of faith. To hope is to truly have confidence that the Lord God, who has always had his plan in mind for us, still knows what he's doing and is still executing it and we have the privilege of being part of it. That is what it means to be an Advent disciple. Thank you for joining us. We pray that today's Holy Mass readings have brought you closer to God and grant you peace and joy throughout your day. During this holy season of Advent, please join our community in person for Mass at our Holy Rosary Catholic Church in Burlington as we prepare to celebrate Christ's entry into the world. Each weekend, the Lord's Day Mass is celebrated at 5 p.m. on Saturday and at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. on Sunday. During the week, Mass is celebrated every Tuesday through Friday at 8 a.m. We look forward to welcoming you.